Welcome to Redefining Youth. This is episode six, Refuse and Refuge. Man, this is a good one. You definitely want to stay tuned for it. Welcome to Redefining You. This is a safe space where we inspire and encourage people that are intentional about evolving and redefining themselves. So, episode six. Y'all, did y'all catch the title? Refuse and Refuge. My favorite title so far in this season, okay? Right. Dope words that have so much meaning and so much power, right? Right. So, we're going to talk about how, like, last episodes, we talked about core values mm-hmm. and, you know, the purpose of protecting the, ba- the values yeah. in order to really solidify your identity. And then we moved from core values to talking about boundaries, mm-hmm. right? But we just gave y'all a glimpse because we told you we're going to talk more about boundaries on the next episode. Right. Right? But we gave you a glimpse. We explained, you know, boundaries aren't necessarily set to be put against people like that's building a wall don't build a wall build a gate right right so we talked a little bit about that but this episode we're going to talk about refuse meaning the boundary portion Mm -hmm. and standards and then refuge which is a safe space where you find safety where you find protection whenever Mm -hmm. you have the proper things being refused Mm -hmm. and and that issues your refuge yeah so Super, super good. All right, but one of the main things that I want to talk about, because if you've been on this journey with us and redefining you, we are Christian, God-fearing women. We love the Lord. And one thing is, it's like even on the self-healing journey that we are on Mm -hmm. and experienced, right, we took it where it was there. There was an inner moment where it was things that you could do. we had to do for ourselves, right, and internalize it. But then we realized there was another level to it. Which was, I've done this for me, but I feel like there's got to be more. And that's where the belief system kicked in and Mm -hmm. the spirituality kicked in. It was like, yeah. And it was like almost like God showed us, yeah, you did the work. Well done, my child. Mm -hmm. Daughter, I'm proud of you. You've done the work. But there's another level to this. It's when you allow me to step in and be able to partner with you on this journey and issue you another level of healing Mm -hmm. that we that's like like the abundant flow of healing because it opened up joy and peace a whole nother level whole nother level of it yeah whole nother level of it so when we that's what uh, that's my caveat to tell you guys that today the topic will go into like a more spiritual space absolutely because that was the next level that really helped us understand because, no, we didn't sit down one day and just be like, refuse and refuge. No. Refuge came because it was like, when the world is going chaotic right now, where is a safe space? I have done all the work internally mm-hmm. to, to feel safe within me. Yeah. But the moment I step out to check my mail, all hell breaks loose, right? Mm-hmm. Like, literally, all right. hell would break loose. And so it's like, God, there's got to be another level to this. Like, you, I need you to step in. And it's the same thing even when you think about, like, we just dove straight in. Even when you think about, like, <laughs> you did the internal work, right? But what happens when it's your parents? Ooh, and you respect them and you honor them. But you now are, like, at a crossroad going, do I need to set boundaries against them? Like, wh- what do I do? Well, that those type of situations and life experiences, especially with relationships that, you know, we were experiencing, we realized God had to be involved because them, his create creations, you deal with them. You, that was my favorite. <clears throat> God, you deal with your people. Get your son. Get your daughter. Because I don't got it. Today. That's my favorite thing. I'd be like, you made them. Right. Do it. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> right. And it took so much off of you. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, oh, okay, you deal with them. And then I'm like, do, 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 do. Yep. You just go on. We go on about our business. And, mm-hmm. and we realize, like, oh, okay, with that space and that time and then to, for them to see my level of peace from it, yeah. it, it nurtured the relationship back into a more understanding and peaceful place kind of yeah. deal. But it really took us to humble ourselves mm-hmm. and go, you know what, God, as much as I want to cuss this person out right now, block and delete. I'm going to issue some grace. I'm going to issue some grace. And I'm going to let you do it. Right. Because they're your, right. your people. Right. You made them that way. As I'm sitting here, just thinking how far we've come. Like, I'm really, like, I know we going to get into this, but I'm just really thinking, man, we've come a long way. Man. Because who we used to be. I just literally sit here and think. I wasn't, we weren't thinking of refuse or refuge at the time. No. It wasn't like, oh, let me get back into my safe space. Or even to the point before we got to the refuge part of thinking in my, like it was, okay, how do I stay safe in this? I was trying to do all the work. But when we found that that, that next level of God refuge, right. man, changed yeah. everything. It changed everything. Yeah. All perspectives, core values were strengthened. Everything. Like everything. We yeah. we. Embrace, I know for me, I embrace my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Like, I was yeah. like, well, Lord, the word says, yeah. for when I am weak, you, I am strong. So, yeah. like, I guess you're going to step in at some point. Like, yeah. I don't even need to focus on this. It changed who I was as a leader yeah. in my companies mm-hmm. because it was it made me say, okay, when this person walks in, they're really good at these things. They have all of these great attributes and strengths. I don't need to cultivate their weakness. I need to understand who can I bring in that was is strong in their weaknesses, mm-hmm. and we just keep this train moving. Right. Because now everybody's operating in their strengths. Right. And we're growing and we're elevating together as long right. as we're hiring with the people with the same mindset and, and we're bringing in people who are attached to this vision. Like, right. all of it changed because I found a safe space in God to be able to say, Lord, I can't do it today. Right. I, I've done all that I can. Right. And I, I think that was a theme of like last week for me. I just mm-hmm. seemed like I kept coming into spaces with people and conversations with people who are like at this crossroad mm-hmm. where they're like, what do I need to refuse and how do I find refuge? Mm-hmm. Right. Let's let's tie it back into us. Right. Yeah. And they were at this crossroad. It's like, well, I've done everything. Like, I've, I've, I've been on this job, and I did that. I asked for the promotion, and I did the meetings, and, and I did all of that. And I have to tell people, I'm like, okay, so you've shown up and done all the work. You've refused yourself in order to make sacrifices to be dedicated and disciplined to it. So you've come as far as you can go. And that's what happened to us on the journey. We went as far as we could take ourselves with you know therapy and everything else right but we did all the hard work that we could do we had our boundaries set but it was like it was a stopping place like it was mm-hmm. like okay i've come all as far as i can go now what mm-hmm. still things are still not moving as they should i see little movements mm-hmm. i see little you know little signs of change but it's got to be something else more on the other side of this that's and, good and that's where the humility part kicked in and it was like well lord i need your help and so I was talking to a friend and I encouraged him because I'm like, well, it sounds like you've done everything that you can mm-hmm. with the job. Now is the point where you need to either take, refuse some things, mm-hmm. sit down and, and realize, like, is this the job that's really going to elevate me? And, to, and I keep walking in my purpose or you need to take refuge in it. You need to take refuge in safety. There may be something else there mm-hmm. that you still need to learn before you leave. Mm. And so that's one of those things. It's like I found myself in this conversation all week. And so I was so excited to sit down today to talk about it because it was like this can go all angles of your life from relationships to everything, work to children, mm-hmm. everything, everything. It's just knowing when to and then how to. There you go. And knowing the because this is levels in this. Yes. Your first level in identity, it looks different. Your second level of when you're learning about your values and your boundaries, it looks different. And then the third level of when you add God into this, it's, it's another level. I love that you said all of that. Like you just, my mind was just twirling as you was just talking because I'm just thinking about not only like my situation, but just like you said, how we can go from any topic in our life. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> me personally, I, I'm literally in this space right now. 
literally in this space. And so just to add to that, don't like we've walked through this before and we're yes. in it again. It's just another level. It's a journey. It's, it's a not ju- a destination. It's not a destination. It's like constantly ev- you're constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. So like this level of refuse and refuge definitely looks different from the first time. Absolutely. Right. And everything you said was completely beautiful. You just had me going because my mind was just twirling of so many Mm -hmm. different things that you were saying. But in this moment, also, like, just transparency. Like, I had to learn to get back to me. Yeah. And that means in the refuse, in the refuge, remembering my values and my, not even just boundaries, but remembering my values. Mm -hmm. Because... Remembering your values helps you get back to the refuse. Hold on, wait a minute. This don't feel good. I don't like this. And so what am I going to do in this moment? And you brought this up earlier as we were talking. Do I trust myself enough to stay in what this is? Or do I have to refuse it and get back to what my values are? And our boundaries protect us. And it's a gateway, right? So our boundaries, I, I had to remember Oh, hold on. Like, my boundaries are being shooken a little bit. Yeah. My values are being shooken a little bit. Hold on. Let me refuse this because this is invading that gate. There you go. Because the gate isn't, the gate is actually closed and something's trying to invade it. Yeah. And it's trying to disturb that peace it protects. Yeah. So I got to refuse this mm-hmm. and refuge this. Let yeah. me bring my soldiers in to protect my gate, which is God. There you go. The only one. The only one, God, and get back into, like, as he protects that, Mm -hmm. then I have my safe space in him. Mm -hmm. And once again, like, you know, amazing Sarah says, you know, God, you're still in this? Yeah. And he is. He is. You just have to find where he is in that situation, right? Right. And so I get back into my safety, then I get back into me. Now I got clarity. Now I can see where he is. Mm -hmm. Now I can see the situation. Now I can see what's happening. Now I can start making decisions based off of me, my values, my peace, and not off of emotions, not off of behaviors and all other things. Like. But you got to realize that moment of when you need to do that. Okay. No, you, you just what you're saying. You are tap, tap, tap <laughs> in, y'all. You have to trust yourself. There you go. To be able to, to do, know. Yeah. I know how to make these decisions. Yeah. I know that these are the things that healed me and brought me to this level of peace. These right. are the thing, These are the values that make up me. Absolutely. You have to trust in you. But things outside influences come in mm. and they test that level of trust. Absolutely. And when they come in and they test it, it's like, at what point do you get quiet enough, still enough to say, okay, let me sit back. Let me refuse myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Let me refuse my desire, my needs to go party, to drink, <laughs> to call this person, to speak to this person, to connect with this person, to like all these things. And it's not just people in general, but it's anything. Right. Yeah. Like my desire to, you know, call out from work. If mm-hmm. we want to talk on a work level, but like all of these things, let me refuse something in order so that I can quiet the noise. Flesh. I need to, there you go. Flesh. If really we break it into spiritual, it's really. their flesh. Like yeah. you literally, the temptations are there. Refuse the flesh, and it, it allows you to come into a hum- humility. It comes into yeah. a humble space that allows God room to move. We always want to be in His spot, mm-hmm. take up the room in the space to be able to say, "Oh well, God, this don't look the way that I, I thought it was going to look." Oh, here you are, you even gave me this promotion. Here you are, you don't put this person in my life in this relationship, but oh, it don't look like that anymore. It don't look like what I thought and my expectations were, mm-hmm. right? Because that's a whole nother level to trust, right? Right. Because we put trust into other people. Trust is earned. It is not given. Right. So earning trust means that there's actionable things. It means that that person has been showing up mm-hmm. to build trust with you, right? right. Mm-hmm. If, if that person comes along, God gives you a relationship and that person is no longer able to or is is at a, a season of their life where they don't have the capacity mm-hmm. to earn your trust right. or put in any actionable work towards the relationship. And that can be anything from consistency to communication to dates to, to conversation to it could be anything, right? right? But if that person isn't able to do that, then 
at that moment quiet the noise around you because emotions will kick in immediately and you're like oh absolutely you're not doing this and da 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 like she was me y'all let's be honest right like you're not doing you're not who you say you are and you know now it's causing conflict it's a rift the gate Mm-hmm. The gate, it, 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 you talk about invading, somebody's literally on the gate, shaking, shaking the, the gate, gate. <laughs> right? And it's like, well, wait one second. Let me quiet the noise that mm-hmm. is being created here. Let me figure out what is facts versus feelings here. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, if you listen to people, they'll tell you exactly who they are. Absolutely. People will tell you and show you exactly who they are. Mm-hmm. Trust that first. Mm-hmm. Trust in that first. And then when you are able to have self-trust and you believe your standards and your boundaries are set and you're protecting them, then you'll be able to show up in a space to say, okay, you've shown me your hand. You've shown me who you are. Now I trust me to be the best version of me knowing that this this is who you are. Right. Knowing that this is what season you're in in your life and you're not at the capacity to be there for me consistently. You're not at the, you don't have the capacity to communicate. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have the capacity to make me a priority. Therefore, and oh my God, that's so relevant, right? To life, to life, right? Mm -hmm. And God, all of us, even, you know, as women, as men that are seeking these ordained, strong relationships, Mm -hmm. like what do we do when a person doesn't have the capacity to make you a priority? Right. It, initial thought is literally emotional breakdown, it right? Mm-hmm. However, that's where self-trust comes in. That's where those boundaries, that's where the identity that led to core values, to boundaries and standards that built a level of self-trust within yourself. Mm-hmm. And so now you just take a moment back to refuse right. some things from you. Refuse to allow the relationship to, to progress. Refuse your desire to progress the relationship. Mm-hmm. To be able to go to that person constantly. They've already told you, hey, I don't have the capacity to make you a priority right now. Okay, believe them the first time, right? Believe it. Now, it's your point to refuse. You have to refuse yourself mm-hmm. in the moment to be able to say, okay, they don't have the capacity to do it. Now, how do I operate? Mm-hmm. They've shown me who they are. How do I trust myself to show up for show up in, in their presence? Right. And that is where you have to take refuge because those right. are the moments where... It's hard. Let's be honest. Like it's that will break you down. No matter how strong you are, how healed, how whole we are, you have a man. It will break you down because you're looking at a person that you've grown a relationship and a connection with and have chemistry with, and they're not themselves anymore. Mm -hmm. And now that is that is now breaking you down, and you and the foundation of y'all's connection. Absolutely. Your trust, your belief, your Mm -hmm. love for them. Yeah. It feels like it's fading. But it's like, what can I do? You find a safe space. You find if you're only on level two where you're still internalizing and working on inner you, find peace in working on you in that moment. Refuse some things in order to focus on you. Right. And take refuge. And then if you're on the, the next level, right, if, you're, if you've already tapped into the spirituality and, and the abundant flow of it, then this is where... I would be able to describe to y'all like what we're talking about today, which is the refuge part, because mm-hmm. that is that's the most important part. It's easy, easier said than done to refuse. Absolutely. Right. Like we've talked about it. It's very hard to cut people off. It's very hard to have boundaries and it's very hard to have standards, mm-hmm. which to me, the standards are your expectations. So like, you know, what you will allow mm-hmm. in your space in order for you to be the best version of you. Right. But. There's another, the other level to that is like, what does it mean to take refuge in God? Because that person isn't going to be there for you. The person who's usually there for you is not there. So now who? Right. You've done all that you can. Right. You got to take refuge in your higher power. You got to take refuge in the Lord. And just quick looking up, like, by, you know, biblicalcounseling.com says, what does it mean to take refuge in the Lord? First, taking refuge in God means that we turn toward him. Because if you're looking inward, you've done all you can. It's mm-hmm. stopped. Yeah. You're going to drive yourself crazy. It's like a dog on a chain scenario. You're going to drive yourself. You're going to run crazy until you wear out, until you have to sit down. Yeah. And that's the humility part. When we when you hear us talk about humbling yourselves, it means getting into a seated space, which allows mm-hmm. God to be able to take room 
to move in your life like only he can. Yeah. Right? And so it means turning from false refuges such as familiarity, self-reliant ways, because we, we take we, we try to do it all. Yeah, we try to take care of ourselves. Self-reliant ways that we seek to solve or escape from life's problem. We must repent of such things as control, perfection, manipulation, withdrawal, the flight people, y'all know. <laughs> I'm a fighter. So I used to be a fighter and I have an issue with the fighters, you know. But anyway, no, I'm just kidding. But but seriously, withdrawal, anger, and escaping. Mm-hmm. Right? So you no longer are able, you have to refuse these these types of behaviors that you previously would have in order to find a safe space and turn towards God mm-hmm. and be able to say, Lord, now you move. Because what is the actual definition of refuge? The biblical definition of refuge is a place of resort and safety. Literally, it says, if applied chiefly to God, he is the refuge for his people. Right. He is the safety net. He is the safety gate. And whenever you, like, as you were speaking, say, I'm taking refuge in God, you're, you're entrusting him with everything. You're entrusting him with your life. You're entrusting him that he knows better. You're entrusting that his will is better than yours. You are yes. accepting of what is to happen next when you don't even know what happens next. You, your faith. Like, you have no, like, in this moment, your yeah. endurance is going to be built. Your character is going to be built. Come on, your man. patience is going to be built. Your will, like, all of it. Yes. I know because it's happening. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It happened before yes. and it's happening now. But you get to know another level of yourself. So in this, like you said, you're working on, she gives y'all all the facts. I just bring it back to, to life, to reality. Mm-hmm. But in this, you are are once again, as you go back into your safety, now you're becoming a whole nother person again. Again. You're finding a a whole nother level of identity in this, in this moment, right? And whenever you can take that step back to refuse and get into that place of refuge, you're sitting in that quietness. Mm -hmm. You are allowing everything else to sit still and you're accepting of whatever is going to happen next. You let go of control. Oh. You release it. Yes. And then when you do that, you release expectations on yourself and whatever the situation or person or whoever it is, Correct. which now gives you freedom. True now, freedom. which brings you back to peace. Now brings you back to joy. Now allows you to see the whole entire thing different. Now you don't even see the situation the same. No. You like you can actually learn the lesson in it. Have, have you, have <laughs> the you ever taken a moment? Have you ever taken a moment when you get to that point where you release expectations, right? Mm -hmm. And like you said, now the clarity and all the confusion is starting to fade. Mm -hmm. Have you ever gone back in your text messages or social media and realized the conversation (laughs) with that person and you're like, he said what? (laughs) How y'all let me miss? How you missed that? How I missed that? That part. Yeah. How did I I should have been gone a long time ago. Or I should have prayed a lot harder. Or I should have just sat that sat back and didn't say nothing way sooner like you because it's so quiet now you can see now you can hear once again that is now built your character for the next test that's gonna come because you're like oh last time see this is what i did Mm -hmm. but see this time i'm gonna sit back and be quiet faster because i'm gonna get my answers quicker and i'm not going to disturb whatever god's will is because i know god's will is going to prevail anyway and i know it's better than what i think anyway so i'm gonna just go and sit still it, now don't get me wrong it don't feel that great oh. <laughs> it don't always feel that great no. it don't always look that great mm-hmm. it may take you about a few days a week maybe two maybe three eventually though it's much it gets as situations come as each test comes because it's not your like, let me tell you you get to the third level it's all kind of tests that come that you never Ooh. thought that you would yeah they get they get much bigger they get much harder however you go back and you realize okay last time i came back into this safe space this happened Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna get there much quicker this time i'm gonna find that flag with god waving his white flag i'm gonna get there much quicker this time because i know the sooner i get into his safe space the sooner i get my clarity the sooner i'm able to be able to move forward in life it's like so many things change Mm -hmm. The level of maturity that you gain. When you Ooh. think you mature, you go to a whole nother level. Ooh. Okay? 
You better speak, talk that talk. Listen, it's oh, we just gonna back. I'm just I, y'all know me. I got to come in. I got to come in with the whole word. Oh, I got man. to come in with the whole word, right? R- real quick with y'all, just because everything she's saying is true. Yeah, it's the light. It is the reason why people are attracted to, to you, you because it's you glean. Mm-hmm. A different y- y'all y'all talk about vibes and whatever. No, you are you are the light and the salt of the earth, as Jesus said on the mount. Like, realize who you are. You realize yes. the room that you stepped into, right? Yes. But that's that level of maturity. But before any of that can be achieved, let's take it back to the word, right? Because in James, mm. <laughs> y'all I already know where you going. Ooh. I already know where you had it. <laughs> I already know what you had in that. Listen, listen. Hold on. I got to get my... Why are you getting it? The version that you want. Yeah, so there's other translations, Mm -hmm. obviously, in the Bible. And I got to get the translation of what, yeah, of what I'm I'm trying to say. No, it's, like, it's so many things that develop. And your level, like, those lessons come so quick. You just begin to, like, understand them. Like, because at first you asking, no, God, why did you walk me through this? But the level, the clarity, man. Yeah. Like, let's say, okay, so if if we go to the Word and James chapter Mm 1 starts off about trials and tribulations, he is literally writing to 12 12 tribes, basically, Mm -hmm. of Jerusalem. Right. You know, Jerusalem was like a city, like, you know what I'm saying, the capital city kind of deal, right? Mind you now, James is Jesus' brother. Okay? So, like, this is big. Mm -hmm. James is Jesus' brother who did not truly believe in Jesus' earthly existence. It wasn't until he had a a revolutionary moment after Jesus' crucifixion to go, Oh, he is the son of God. He is. And that's my brother. That was your whole brother. Your whole brother. I'm glad since that I can see you. I see you. I see you. Okay, I see you. I saw you since we were big kids. Okay. Right. But but shout out to James because James had to come and he, he you know he eventually got he it got it all eventually. the way together. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when he got it together in chapter one, the trials and the temptations. So that's what we were speaking on about the refusing part because you're going to go through these trials and you're going to go through these tribulations and you're going to be tempted, right? And these tests come, but the word, James chapter 1, verse 2 says, Consider it all joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face many trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking of anything. Not lacking anything. That's the not lacking of anything is abundance y'all it means contentment and through god we serve an abundant god it's going to be abundant your life will be filled with abundance but it's like everything we had to go through first before we can get there because the end of this is this the the promise is abundance Mm -hmm. but it tells you how what position you need to be in how to stay prepared for it to receive the promise right right and so the position here tells you right out consider it all joy Stay in a place of praise and humility. Stay in a safe space in refuge with God in order for him to come and give you perseverance. This is the preparation part, right? Where you're tested in your faith. Stay in a position of faith because he's going to help you persevere, which creates patience. Perseverance really is long-suffering, which creates patience out of you, right? The weight. The weight. And let the perseverance and the patience finish the work. So that you could be the promise, mature, complete, and lacking of nothing. That is your complete level of abundance. It That's is it. the promise of God. God promises us nothing but abundance. Right. It's up to us to get through the first <clears throat> two. I love the part when he says, let it happen. Let it. Let me tell you that part there where he says, let it you better happen. You better talk. Because so many, because, oh, I heard a word about this before I even got here. Let it happen. It was Stephanie Ike I was listening to today before we we got here. And she's like, so many times when we're in the wait, 
We want to change it. We want to stop it. We want to say, hurry up with this part, God. Like, I don't want to do this part. But in the wait, so much happens. So much happens. The Bible says, let it happen. Because when you let it happen, endurance is built. Everything I listed, patience is built. Character is built. And it's all God building you up for the next level. We all say, oh, we want to get to the next level. Honey, if you knew what the next level consisted of. Do you know what it took? Were you there those nights when you <sighs> cried and you couldn't move? You didn't know if you were going left or right. That's what I'm saying. Well, even when the, when the young lady asked me, I was like, it sounds like you've done all you can do. Now you have to let go and let God at this point, a.k.a. let it happen. And I, I would love for people to realize with the word, the word is not... It's not suggestions. No, they're, they're commands. They're not questions. <laughs> it says, you, position you need to be in, consider it all joy. Consider it. I didn't say maybe, possibly, yeah. think about. Wish that you had joy at <laughs> this point. Consider it. Consider like, it. go ahead and, like, that's what it is. This is joy. <laughs> this is what it is. You need to consider that this is joy. <laughs> consider when life is falling apart, consider it joy. That part. Because in this long suffering, Life is about to move. In the way God is moving, if you just, you can't see it. You may can't, you can't feel it. Everything is falling apart, but it's not really falling apart. It's falling into place. That part. It's falling together. It's falling together. The pieces of the puzzles are shifting, mm -hmm. and you just have to let it happen. Yeah. And in the happen, in the happening, yeah. something else is preparing you for what will continue to happen down the road. Like, this level that you're moving from, what's required in this, yeah. it's gonna be a whole nother requirement in the next level. Yeah. So you better get this, because if you miss this, you're gonna repeat the same level. It's like Mario. Come like, through. you have got to get this. If you don't, like we wonder why tests, I'm flooring now, we wonder why tests keep coming. Yes. They keep coming, because. Cycles, like they never circles. Yes, it's but cycles. sometimes it's something that you missed the last time. Correct. So if you so miss, you in Mario, you can't go to the next level if you don't if you don't get all the coins and chips right. and everything here. All right, let me bring it to some of y'all who play what's what's the board game that they be playing on PS5? I can't think. Can't get to the next level if you don't do the things that you're supposed to do in the first level. Right. You've got to get that. So that means in the wait. That means whether you got to work with somebody as a team that you, you don't really like. That means go. Uh, letting go of some people. Yes. That means sitting here, having feeling like you have lack. God is testing you in that. But yes. in that, when you get to the next level, now you know how to steward what he gave you. Now you know how to appreciate the people he gave you. Now you know how there to just, go. now you know how to wait differently. Because yes. the next level, there's going to be another wait. There's another wait. It's just going to build you up for the next. It's full circles. Full circles. And life is full circles. That's it. Just, it. We think it's repeating itself. No. But it's literally him unlocking abundance. Abundant flows of blessings towards you. But yeah. it's like, do we stay in the right position? No. We do don't. we pass the test? <laughs> do we no. It's just like you said, when it's like the let it happen, we always want to shift everything in the weight. We want to make it happen. It does not say make it happen. It says let, Let it. it happen. Let it happen. You don't have to make anything happen. No. I love it. People be suited and booted for war. What's the battle? They be like, oh, what, what you about to do? I'm about to sit Indian style and, and, and sit at the throne of the my father's throne, right. the feet of his throne, and I'm about to let it happen. I'm he can only fight this battle. Why would I need to change that person, Lord? You created them. Right, I just laugh because I think of you when you when you're always like, yeah, I'm sitting next to God. I'd be like, you see them, cat? You see them? I don't know why they're doing that. All they gotta do is call on you. Yes, <laughs> like I envision it. I, I literally see it right now. That's right. And they said, "Where's Jesus? Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father." I really do visualize like it's literally is seated. Uh, why is the position seated? It's mm. humility because it's a safe space. We don't have to control everything. And mind you, if I'm the one over here talking to y'all about right. control, okay? Like, right. sis, you know, right. we have weaknesses, uh, right? But it's the one thing, like, when I say that, it's just the thing that broke the mold in the journey for me. It mm -hmm. was like, if I give up my level of control, mm -hmm. I let, I allow a space to let God move the way he moves. And my life changed for the better. Every situation yeah. Every relationship in my life changed, yeah. even down to my daughter. I was able to then refuse her on a couple of things because, you know, I got a, a tween in my house. Mm -hmm. 
I can refuse a few things and it, you know, mom guilt sets in on that. Yeah. But then at the same time, the refuge, the safe space and the safe peace that it created between us yeah. because it was an understanding. I just had to talk to her and, and issue patience as she navigated. Oh, she could no longer have her cell phone, you know, all day long. I, I can set some time limits on it kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But that created it at first. It didn't, you know, because she I had to wait out her mm-hmm. to go through the emotions of the change. Yeah. And then the other side of it was, oh, well, now I understand that. Now we're playing board games at the house. Yeah. Now we're playing cornhole in the backyard. You know, yeah. she's more present in life. Right. So that's why I said, like, we just gave you so many examples just in this conversation today of, like, how refusing something could actually lead you to a level of peace and refuge right and it is and it, and it can go on all aspects of your life and but if you're internally doing this now in the inner healing of yourself and your self journey just know there's a whole nother side to this like right. there's a next level there's, there's levels a, to this there's a part where you get to contentment when you lack yes. nothing Because you allow the father to be able to handle all of your battles for you. Right. And it unlocks everything. Everything. That contentment with God is so peaceful. And I'm not saying in these moments that you still don't walk through a couple things through thoughts. Because that's how the enemy comes. Right. However, when you get back to that trusting of yourself. Mm -hmm. Man, it yeah. changes things. It changes everything. It changes everything. It changes so. all. Like your that walk through the promised land is mm. beautiful. It's so beautiful because it, it it's just like why would I? Why did I do all of that? Like I, you can't even question at the point now when you get to that level. You know, this is the wholeness part. Because that's really what we're talking about is wholeness, right? Because right? there's healing, but there's another level there's of it, wholeness. Wholeness. Which means mm-hmm. you lack nothing. It's completeness. Yeah. When you get to wholeness, that's where you realize everything that I went through, guess who was the catalyst of it all? Me. So when we see people and we are around a spirit of deflection, it really is exposing itself because it goes... Where are the spaces, where's the trauma in you that needs to be healed mm-hmm. so that you can realize how you show up? Yeah. We can realize why we're deflecting and pushing it off on other people. Sit with yourself. Mm-hmm. Break the noise. Yeah. Sit quietly. Refuse yeah. some things in your life. Take refuge and safe space in yourself because then you can trust yourself more. Yeah. And show up better for yourself. You mm-hmm. can trust in the identity of who you are. Yeah. And what's being revealed to you and pulled out of you so that you can be a better person. You can grow and mature, as you said earlier. Now, to solidify all of that, because <laughs> we had a dope. This is dope. Yeah. Now, we hope we really in- encouraged you guys to really, you know, Find some safe spaces, but to solidify all that, we back to the word. Because word is foundation for me, y'all. It's like, definitely it's the foundation. Literally, this is the sword. When people want to fight battles, this is how you come up with in a community. You know, we're in a community of women, and you know, a community of women, and we we study the Bible and stuff together. And mm-hmm. when James one came up, I was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> what, what are we about to go into, right? Like, but it's perfect. It's right on time for like so life. Yeah, alignment. Like, it remind James has a way of writing where it's like I'm gonna take Jesus' sermon on the mount and I'm just gonna be super direct with it. I needed this in life. Yeah. I needed this in this moment. That's my tr- my transparency. Life is moving right now and it's beautiful. Yeah. But this is the moment where the reward is there. Mm-hmm. But we tend to forget who gave it to us. We right. tend to not praise God and worship God in those moments. Right, we tend to get caught up in the reward, caught up in the people and the spaces and the blessings that are there. Yeah, but I want to humble myself to realize all glory goes to God, and how do I give the glory back to Him and spread His glory? Yeah, right. And so that's why I love that we walked into James because James is like, Consider it all joy, consider it all joy, praise Him in the midst. And I'm like, even though mine is the midst of trials, but the trials do come on a daily basis. I still get tested. Yeah. But I'm in a peaceful place of joy. Yeah. I let go of my expectations for the people Mm -hmm. in the situations or even on myself. Yeah. It's just freedom. It's just freedom. I'm free to believe and I'm free to walk and I'm free to know that I trust in God and God got me this whole time. Yeah. Right? So speaking of 
when we talk about refuge, right, the scripture that comes to mind is 2 Samuel 22, where this is the moment where David has now been delivered from his enemies, a.k.a. Saul, mm-hmm. who's chasing him, mm-hmm. then chased David into a cave. Yeah. You know, David, David, the mighty warrior, yeah. the man at the God's own heart, was chased into a cave, hiding, right, from Saul. But this is the moment in 2 Samuel 22 this is the moment where David writes a song to praise God because he's been delivered from the hands of all of his enemies, mm-hmm. all of his enemies. Yeah. So let's read that, right? In verse 2, he says, David says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, the God of my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge, my Savior you saved me from violence. That's what mm. refuge in God looks like. It looks like he keeps going after this. In verse 4, he talks about who he calls upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. Yeah, That's how you spread the glory back. I'm in the four right now with David because I want to mm. write this song and I want to glorify God because you delivered me from all, all of these temptations and these tribulations that came all of the things, the journey was worth it all in this current moment. Yeah. And I find safety and protection and refuge in God to sit in this. I just want to sit in this. So if all y'all hear me talk about for the next, I don't know how many years is take a seated space. Humble yourself and sit down. Especially with us women. Mm-hmm. Find me some women in the Bible that put on an armor and fought in battle. These women fasted and prayed. Yeah. So that's what I encourage us to do. Mm -hmm. In these seasons, and I know we go through these seasons, we go through these tribulations and these tests, but we can find safety and refuge in God because it's whom we trust. We trust and believe that he's doing. He's going to do it. He already gave us the promise. If you understand the character of God, he gives you the promise up front. And then he says, but you got to do all of these to get to it. Front. Up front. That's how much he loves us. I love that you said that because I think I told you the other day when I saw something that came across my Instagram and it was Mr. Monroe who's passed away. But he talked about that and he talks about God gives you the vision. Yes. He gives you the vision, which is the dream you've had, the thing that you want to do, all, like, you know, all of it. However, the plan he doesn't give you. No. You just got to trust it and you walk it. Because if he gave you the plan, you would never, you would be like, oh, no, I don't want that dream again. I'm good. There you go. If you knew what you were going to walk through and yeah. go through. Yeah. What's the, what is the point in it? Why do we have, why would we need faith? Right. Why would we need to believe in him yeah. if he gave it all to us? Right. You wouldn't have to. Right. If Joseph knew that his brothers was going to throw him in a pit and all the stuff that was going to happen to him. He was like, forget the palace. He saw that he was going to be in the palace, but he didn't know how he was about to get to the palace. He would have known. He'd be like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) David the shepherd boy. (laughs) Same thing. If David the little shepherd boy knew that he was going to be this renowned king in the bloodline of Jesus Christ and produce a Solomon, godly. He would have been like, "Mm." if he knew Bathsheba and killing of her husband and all of it, if he knew all of this stuff, David is the same man who I envisioned. Place y'all know I got a I got a, a visual Bible that is very ghetto, right? <laughs> but David to me, I think of this little shepherd boy, but he's a he's a mighty warrior. Like I envision this very very handsome, tall, strong man, mm-hmm. but he plays a flute, right? Right? Like I just, I just envision this little flute player, right? But but that's who that's what Psalms is. It is a book, a book of songs. This mighty warrior sings out of his heart to God. Yeah. And it's like, if he knew all of that, he wouldn't have to write songs. He wouldn't have to write these songs. Right. He would just be like, oh, I already know what's to come. I already know right. I'm going to have to kill Bathsheba's husband. Y'all go kill that man right. so I can get to her. And then we're going to have a baby, but the baby going to pass away. And then we're going to have a Solomon after that when she becomes my wife. If God gave you, like you said, if God gave you the whole plans, that leaves no room for him to order your steps. No. All right, look at the preparation. Look at the preparation when he was just outside, him and the sheep, and or whenever he was like, you know, slaying bears and tigers. There was tigers. Lions. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm, maybe lions, tigers, tigers and bears. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, tigers. No way. <laughs> they were there. 
<laughs> they were there. They may be. <laughs> I don't know if it's in there. It might be in the Bible. I, I was know. thinking of lying, tigers, and bears. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. But when he was out there doing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Killing all of them. Killing everything. <laughs> that, like, that was all preparation for what he was about to go through. Correct. He, like, he would have never known how to slay Goliath. Correct. That was all preparation. So even in the way and it doesn't feel like or it doesn't look like what you think, like, man, I'm just out here on the same job doing the same thing. What lesson can you take from that? Correct. It's all preparation to lead to the vision. But it's part of the, everything is part of the plan. It's all. Trust the process. Sarah said it the other day when she was talking about Adam and Eve. God never wanted us to know about the evil. He always wanted us to know about the good, right? Yes. And when a lot of times we like to use the, oh, what the devil meant for bad, God turned around for our good. At the end of the day, it's all meant for good. All That's why it. he says count it all joy, because it's all good. Romans eight twenty eight. If you don't know what it says, look it up. It's somewhere between Genesis and Revelation, Revelation and it's Romans eight twenty eight. I'm going to give you the direct one this it's, time. It's towards the back of the book. Yeah. But <laughs> I can't take but it's counted all joy because it is all good. God meant he, he will take the worst things and it will still be all good. And I know we've all been through trials and tribulations and we've lost and we've won. But it's even your loss has been good. Because your loss led you to something else. Whether it Absolutely. built up something in you. Whether it got rid of things or people. It all was good down the line. You may not see it now, but down the line, Correct. it was all good. Correct. Count it all joy. Correct. I keep saying count it all joy because my Bible says that. But yeah, consider it, it all consider joy. Consider it all joy. Count it all mm-hmm. joy. Think about even like, and we think about Eve. Eve was called woman until they had fallen. Mankind had fallen. Yeah. They sinned mm-hmm. against God. Get put out the garden, right? Mm-hmm. They're naked. Now Eve has been identified. Yeah. Now she becomes Eve. Mm-hmm. She's no longer a woman. Right. She's Eve. Right. Now, when Eve gets called by her new name, yeah. Eve now has purpose. She has it purpose. It was all for the good. All it good. It was all good. And God gets the glory at the end of the day. Yeah. Man. Eve is the mother of generations. Absolutely. Because... Regardless, her sin. God didn't want that. He didn't want it. For Y'all him. think about Genesis? God was mad at us. He like, was what? so mad. What did I create? I messed up on the first one, so I created another one off of that one, and then she still done messed up. So now it's like, what are y'all? What did I? That's what did I create? But that's the beauty of free will, right? And. That's why we talked about the position to the preparation to the promise because right. we want we want to preach that message and we mm-hmm. want to spread that message and encourage people like know your position know know who you are know that you're a person in faith and know who your God is right yeah. and that your identity level and then the preparation part like just chill out that's it have several seats yeah as the as the young folks say absolutely have several seats because. In that moment, when you quiet the noise, God will order your steps. All you have to do is have faith to sit down. That's faith it. Faith to humble yourself and That's say, it. Lord, this is the this is what right is speaking, believe it. This is the plan that I thought would happen. Mm-hmm. Now, can you please step in and order my steps? And he will do it all. Yeah. So when you're at the crossroad, if there's anybody who's at the crossroads right now in life of, you know, life is lifing. It is. It, it don't feel All the good. time. Right? You've done all that you can, and you don't feel like you can go any further. Just know this is a great opportunity right now for you to find refuge in God. Yeah. Because you've done all you can. What else is there to lose if you've done all that your your might and will will take you to? There's got to be something greater on the other side. What is it? It's the will that God has for your life. Right. Because he created you. He created you in purpose. Right. For a purpose. Right. Allow him to put you on that purpose. Yeah. In this moment, you've like, like, and we just because I watched sermons. I don't know if you remember T.D. when he said, you have gone as far as you can go. This next level, you will, the next level that you are going will no longer require just you. It will work everything from now on. When you're at this point, if you're watching this by now, this means you are now at the point that it's not, it's no longer just you. It's going to take God because everything else you do from now will be at God's level. It will require you to have a relationship with him. It will require you to trust in him. Like, 
these levels that we're trying to, that we're not trying, that we will get to after you get to most of these steps or through most of these steps, it will require him. And so I'm just encouraging you right now to let go and let God. I know we hear that all the time, but that's what it is. Because in that space, he will remind you of who you are. And when he reminds you, because we forget in chaos, when he reminds you of who you are, then it allows you to now move in the gifts that he has instilled in you. And when he moves, when you move in those gifts, now you're walking in purpose. Right. You're talented. You're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're on assignment. Yeah. Now you can shine. There's that strength versus your weaknesses. You don't yeah. even focus on the weaknesses. You're, you're like, oh God, I'm gifted. Everybody around you sees it. Yeah. They, they look at you like the light because it's like, oh, really what's happening? You're walking in purpose. You've now partnered with God. Yeah. But then he, but the thing is, you're moving in your thing. And your purpose and in your gifts, he's going to provide people. Everything. In the in those weaknesses that you have, right. people come and those are their strengths. That's what ordering the steps mean. When you yeah. understand how God orders your steps, he literally provides all of your needs. All, everything. It says you lack nothing. You lack absolutely nothing. That's the abundant promise. Yeah. He's going to provide it all. He gave you the vision, the provision, all of it. But he comes in. He's Jehovah Jireh, yeah. my provider. provider. Mm-hmm. He's going to give everything to you. But all he wants is that you stay in partnership with him. Stay that you stay in his presence and you allow him to move the way that he can move. Absolutely. Let it happen. Let it happen. Well. That was good. That's so good, good y'all. Like, Episode good. seven, we're coming back. This is Redefining You podcast, and woo, we breaking strongholds here in our in the room in the together room. with each other. Yeah, this is healing. We hope that you guys are on this self healing journey or on this healing journey along with us, because even just sitting down talking to mm. one another and talking to y'all. It heals us, Absolutely. believe it or not. Like, it really does. it does. So we appreciate you for all of your support and your continued support. Please share the episode. It's nothing but links. Just share it. You never know who is sitting at home or in their car crying in their driveway that needs to hear somebody else just yeah. say one thing that unlocks their gate. Yeah. Sometimes I need it. I go back and listen, and I'm like... Oh, girl, I'm so glad you said that because you need that today. I do. Self, I needed that today. I love it. Me too. I do. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I said that. Right. Oh, so I need to believe it. If it came out of my mouth, I need to believe it deep in me. Right. Right. Like, I have to do that. And I'm like, obviously, that's my beliefs because it came out my core when I said it. It came out my spirit. So let me tap deeper into my spirit, man, and my soul and and pull this back out so I can operate in this because I done lost sight because the test. Just and you just need a reminder sometimes. That's sometimes it. it's not that you don't know. Sometimes you just need a reminder in the storm. Because the storm can get real stormy. Ooh. That rain's coming. Lightning's lightning. Ooh. Thundering. Thundering is thundering. Right. <laughs> like, all is your boat rocking and you see no way. All you looking like, I, I don't see you in this. Yeah. But he's there. Yeah. And he will remind you. He'll bring things like this. Yeah. People like, like us. That random person that just told you something out the blue. Confirmation. Yeah. That's all. It's just a reminder. That's it. And shout out to us too. We are creating the Redefining You community. Yes. So if you haven't followed us on Facebook, we're Redefining You podcast on Facebook. And this is going to be a community space where we all, men, women, children, whatever, whoever, all is welcome to come in and take this journey with us. We're stronger together, people. Like, that's the real God on the street. We are stronger together. And what I don't have, one of you may have or may know, you know, and and that can help us evolve together. So thank you again for y'all's support. We out. We'll see y'all episode seven.